Hey y'all, this podcast contains potentially disturbing content. That content might include graphic references to topics such as sexual abuse, self-harm, violence, eating disorders, sexuality, as well as explicit language. Parental discretion is advised. Starting now, bitch. Good morning and work it. Work it, girl. Because you're listening to the Queer LBC Podcast. I'm Nino, local construction daddy and podcast fatty. My pronouns are he, him. Thank you for asking. I have with me here my fabulous cohorts. Hey, y'all, it's Christoph here, your city top liaison. My pronouns are he, him, and that motherfucker. Dr. Mikey here, your professional chismoso. My pronouns are he, she, all of them. I hear your local street pharmacist. My pronouns <laughs> are she, mama, and queen. So what do you have for us today, Nino? <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. Guy is out of the studio today. She's out of town. Oh, you know, just some quick tea and queer vents, 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 quick, quick, quick. Take a sip, take a sip, you big stupid bitch. All right, so this is the quick tea and the queer events. This is where we get into the L, G, B, and the T of it all. Sometimes we get a little Q too, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean, girl. So what are these queens talking about today, this week? Today, this week. Today and Gay, Florida's top LGBTQ plus organization issued a travel advisory warning for the state. Damn, Florida. Damn. Cook Island decriminalizes homosexuality. Today and transphobia, Missouri issues the strictest restrictions on trans healthcare in the U.S. Mm. At least of time of recording. Today and homophobia, gay couple attacked in Times Square as crowd watched. What? what? LGBTQ in Florida fleeing and DeSantis camp is happy. Wow. And Hungary outlaws same-sex families. And today in What the Fuck, Biden declared Gaga now co-chair in Arts and Humanities Committee. He's trying to come for the gays vote. You're going to give us Gaga? That's cheap. You can just give us our rights. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get Gaga and you like it. God. No way to string us along. How sad. I guess that's for like the uneducated gays. They are like just seeing the Gaga. Yeah, it's just for the privileged gays who don't worry about their rights. I mean, it's a good choice. It could have been Janelle Monáe, but it could have been a lot of people. Oh, that would have been amazing. So what does this position do? Oh, I think that she just like promotes. She's just a promoter. (laughs) I mean, she do got the followers, so that will work. Community members are George Clooney, Shonda Rhimes. Oh. But not just being a a committee that was disbanded during the Trump administration. Yeah. <laughs> Biden, there was plenty of other things you could have brought back. Exactly. Because when I think of humanity, I think about, you know, doing for your fellow person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Being able to help another person without expecting nothing back. Yeah. So with that tied with arts and then seeing all those other individuals, I don't really see this... Uh, So it says the President's Committee on the Arts and the Humanities was founded in 1982 by executive order to advise the president on a cultural on cultural policy. Basically, yeah, she's just there to be like, do this with the arts, I guess. Wait, what? Allegedly. Yeah. She's just like an advisor, I guess. Right. But I don't even know what the committee does. What what do they do? (laughs) What's their purpose? Why were they brought back? If we have to do this much research research to figure out what the fuck is they're doing, like is it right? You had no impact is... on helping us LGBTQIA people. That's true. <laughs> I mean, we're all researching right now. We can't really figure this and out. I... That 
Okay, well, whatever. Anyways, Gaga, go you. Go and do something. Yeah, I mean, get it, Gaga. Go represent us. As an alleged bisexual and also (laughs) an ally, proud ally. (laughs) Questioning her bisexuality. Mm -hmm, She's unsure, I think. (laughs) Anyways, um, Florida (laughs) travel advisory. That's sad. On Tuesday, Equality Florida, which last year signed onto a lawsuit challenging the state's infamous Don't Say Gay law, sent out a press release announcing the advisory warning, citing Republican extremist policies that target LGBT people, restrict abortion access, make guns easier to access, and uh, erase black history. Florida has indeed witnessed a deluge of far-right legislation and worrisome executive actions over the past two years, including Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' attack on critical race theory in public schools, book bans, administrative coups, and recently passed six-week abortion ban, a Republican-sponsored ban on gender-affirming health care for trans youth took an effect last month last month meanwhile researchers at clark university have shown that the don't say gay legislation which is desantis signed one year ago has created a climate of fear and insecurity in florida with 88 percent of surveyed lgbtq plus parents saying they were considering leaving the state mm-hmm. so yeah and then some bitch in his camp was like oh goodbye she tweeted like a goodbye a waving goodbye hand <laughs> I'm like, fuck See, you. that's oh my god! Like, I don't understand like how you could be in public service mm-hmm. and not have that the ounce of dignity to just be nice to your constituents. Like, ooh, ooh, wave hand right? by. Like, okay, like, what is that? Like, yeah. so most people would be like, oh, like, sorry that you didn't have a good time in our area. This and the other. Hopefully, we may be able to fix something to make you want to come back mm-hmm. no just by mm-hmm. like good just by. right i don't know i feel like the people who are stepping into these public servant roles aren't stepping in to serve the public they're here to serve themselves right like they're That's pushing true. this ideology you know this this transphobia mm-hmm. you know you and they're using their platform to do it i mean the amazing thing about america is allegedly anyone can run for office and so like literally anybody is and so you get these like dumb assholes who just like i don't know just have a lot of confidence and arrogance so they think that they know what they're doing and they're just bastards (laughs) i don't know what to say they're just bastards i don't know like how unprofessional taking on my forever lasting nerve like good riddance gays we don't want you here Right. Like, what message are you fucking sending to people? That. (laughs) Like, there is no room for bipartisan nothing. It is us or them. And it is like. Yeah, I guess so. There's no room for the other. Yeah. And it's like, parents are like, I still want my child to be safe, though. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, you guys are making these policies and changes in our area. But I still want my child to be safe. So if I if my child needs to be safe, I will leave Florida. Mm-hmm. I will take my child out of public schools in Florida. I will. Everybody should take their child out of public schools in Florida because they ain't teaching y'all nothing. Yeah. They took everything <laughs> away from y'all. Mm-hmm. So like these parents, at least some of these parents, because I believe they said that. Excuse me. That eleven, like almost like uh, it was a survey that was conducted. And that it was a few of them that was just like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and just not even deal with this. Mm-hmm. We, we're better off leaving. 
I mean, that's like a luxury. Like, I'm sure not everyone can afford that. Yeah. I mean, that is also true. That's very true, yeah. But I also seen a video today when I was on social media where somebody was just also not having to do with anything about LGBTQ plus I, but just literally took a photo of like her apartment's like, when people tell y'all to move to Florida, don't do it. It's trash. We got water all up on, uh, like she was showing water um, coming up to her doorstep. It was just like, it's not like, don't even do it. Don't mm. even think about coming here. Now, that could have been a, a tactic. Who knows with these people these days? Like, oh, okay, let's show them the bad parts so they don't want to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You be damned if you're doing, damned if you don't. But yeah, I say move on out of Florida. Yeah. I mean, I also wonder, because I know there was a big push, like when people left California, I feel a lot of people went to Texas and Florida. Right, you know, yeah, because it was cheap, uh huh. And so that makes me wonder of like, are all these laws like a reaction to people feeling like they've been invaded by like the progressive socialist liberal agenda? You know, I'm questioning that whole thing because I feel like when I did hear people moving over there, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I feel like not that many, um. People were like thinking about politics. The people who did move, mm-hmm. I feel like they just went, mm. and it's kind of like a oh, mixed yeah, bag yeah. of conservative and, like I guess, forced into it, uh, liberals. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that'd be crazy. Like, what if everybody started moving to these red states to off balance? Because I've heard votes. about like. Because I've heard a lot of people that are just like, they keep saying that they want to move like to these states because they can't stand the idiotic lib- right. liberal people here. So I'm like, is it, are we really like infiltrating like those red states? Not by, not by the numbers. But apparently. that's where gery- gerrymandering comes into play, right? Like I feel True. like they alter to break up power mm-hmm. and you know if since florida is such a republican state like they always do it in their favor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fucking desantis with this whole battle against disney it's like what is going <laughs> so on ridiculous. is like the republican base like in, the republicans are imploding <laughs> just desantis <laughs> he's gone mad Jeez. but also that like tells you a lot of like like, if he actually wanted to run for president, that just shows you exactly what kind of a presidency he would run. Right. Yeah. Did you hear that he's thinking about opening a prison, a state prison mm-hmm. next to Disney? Mm-hmm. And and then like, but you're you're saying you're doing all these anti-gay and trans laws to protect children. But here you are building like a prison next to. Yeah. Like, and people associate that with like harm and stuff like that. When, first of all, prisons like shouldn't be built. And just because a prison's next to something doesn't make it like crappy place to be around you know also like how is it not illegal for him to be um what is it called um basically threatening a company that just didn't want to put money in the favor of his political agenda Mm -hmm. what the fuck is that Mm -hmm. how is that not a fascism like how is that not what is going on here girl yeah pull it together to sandy (laughs) Your fucking whole ass is showing. <laughs> God. Gay couple attacked in Times fucking square. Nobody did shit. 
four was, guys, yeah, I guess. That was like, I read that. That was crazy as hell, yo. I also believe that, that nobody would be fucking helping. I mean, technically, nobody helps nobody in New York. Exactly. So. For one. And then for two, it's kind of like. One. People, I mean, it's New York, exactly. They're all walking to wherever the fuck they're going. Right. But it's also kind of like, if you see people like getting beat up in the street, I guess like no one's going to help you. Most people like, I don't want my ass beat. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So like. I don't know. But that sucks. And that's like, I guess they're just so bold now that they can just attack people. Like these homophobes just want to attack you like straight up in like, quote unquote, the heart of liberal America. Right. But they said that it all happened walking. They came up to them and was like, you need to move. And one of them man recalled fighting back tears. And it was like, huh? He was like, you need to move. That sounds like a New York thing to do mm. is to like, you know, like when people are walk, like, you know, move out the way. Or like, I'm walking move. here. Like move out the way. Um, but then they said that the couples, the couple said that the man attacked, started, and then used anti-gay, anti-gay slurs. They tried to fight back, and one started using his cell phone to record the attack. Despite the large crowd in Times Square, the couple said nobody tried to help them. The assault has left the two men fearful, and that they request, uh, and and uh, they want to be anonymous from the media to prevent retribution from the attackers. So they asked the police to investigate a the attack as a hate crime but that is like that it that do suck but like it's like social media did this as well like everybody want to just record shit and not help and always oh, trying true. to and then some of these individuals like i just be seeing some videos when these um want to be influencers go and want to prank someone mm-hmm. or i'm not saying that this is the case but like that mentality is running through these young people's minds these days Mm-hmm. And it's just that, like, it it makes no sense. But I hope they recover. I think they are recovering. One had a, a frac- like a fractured tooth. Fractured jaw? A jaw, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think they um, got released from the hospital, but uh, send them my prayers and hope you guys get well soon and hope they find them idiots. Get yeah. well soon. That sucks. That's crazy. Yeah, but apparently this is only like one in like a string of like hate crimes against LGBTQ people. Yes. There was like April fifth, someone got beaten and stabbed by a group of people yelling anti-gay slurs. Um, a grand jury in Manhattan indicted multiple suspects in connection to the death of two gay men that were drugged, robbed, and killed last year. Like. And their bank accounts got drained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, y'all had some money. Yeah. But, you know, the, the council person that I guess um, is in charge where, like, this happened, or at least a council member from House Kitchen put out a statement speaking out against the LGBTQ attacks. What did she say? She said, I am enraged by reports of anti-LGBTQ attack in House Kitchen. A man was reportedly reportedly approached and menaced by a group of young people who then stabbed him in the leg after making anti-LGBTQ statements. I am in communication with NYPD and will uh, share more information as it becomes available. New York City is a symbol of, di- symbol of diversity and freedom throughout the world, and House Kitchen is a, ha- a haven for LGBTQ plus community. And we will always stand up against hate of all kinds. Hate crimes are the are among the most um, was that pernicious 
forms of crime because they are indeed to strike fear into entire communities. And he says, gave the the Crime Stoppers hotline if anyone knew anything about the attackers. Notice the Crime Stoppers, not the police <laughs> who don't stop crimes. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, everybody should be protecting themselves and being on watch for yeah. crazy straight yeah. people. You gotta be vigilant. You gotta mm-hmm. be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And if you get that little bug in your stomach mm-hmm. to say like, you know what? I don't even want to go. Oh, I don't even want to walk this way. Uh-huh. Take the long way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think this is proof of like, they don't have to make laws against us all. All they got to do is put fear, fear and and then people who believe in it are going to do are going to do the work, you know, to to harm us, you know. I mean, yeah, they're already they've already they're already such domestic terrorists that we are terrorized mm-hmm. and we feel worry. Like, mm-hmm. do something, Biden. Do something. We're in his hearts and prayers. You're right. Well, that's good, at least. Yeah. At least yeah. we're there. All center members. <laughs> so the least you could do is think about us for the one second that we complained about it. <laughs> but yeah, but I think everyone should definitely be cautious and aware of their surroundings. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. New York. New York City, Times Square. I've never been to Times Square itself. I'm guessing I'm not really missing much. Nothing but a stabbing is what you're missing. Uh, I've been there once in the eighth grade trip. Oh. Yeah, I think I went once. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's like it's dirty. I don't remember much about it that it smelled yeah. like pee. Yeah, um, but maybe it's different now. Yeah, it kind of gave me like downtown LA vibes. Mm-hmm. It's very touristy. Like everyone's there taking pictures and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Who else do we have to talk about? Uh, Cook so, Islands. Yeah. Go Cook Islands. Undo your criminalized homosexuality. Where's Cook Islands? I want to. Let's look at Google. Hawaii. Is it a Hawaii island? I think the Cook Islands are in Aus- like Australia's hemisphere. Let me see. But anyway, while we, the Cook Islands are in Oceania, which is like it is, right of New Zealand. Oh, okay. okay. So Cook Island decriminalizes gay people. Nice. Oh, crimes of sexual offenses, right? So Cook Island's parliament passed a bill on April 14th, which legally decriminalizes homosexuality. It overturns a previous law uh, that ruled homosexuality was pun- punishable up to five years in jail. Man. Damn. Imagine. And that was just five years ago, you say? How long ago? Dang, five years for a second dick. Right? Mm. Better be the best dick you ever got. Not some faceless old man. Torso. The, the prior legislation was published in the Islands Crime Act, decriminalizing so-called incidences indecent acts between males only males apparently oh the law was passed 60 years ago but was never enforced Mm. and the newly introduced uh, amendment legalizes same-sex 
same-sex sexual activity between men and will officially come into effect June 1st. Mm. Huzzah. So I guess it's still a 90 days. Right. Still legal for 90 days. <laughs> well, that's cool. See, that's what we need to see. Right. So the Cook Islands is doing that while here in America. <laughs> Right. Missouri's attorney general announced new restrictions on gender affirming care for trans youth and adults in the state with requirements for providers that are near impossible to meet. According to advocates, they are believed to be the first restrictions on gender affirming care for trans adults in the nation. The state's attorney general, Andrew Bailey, published the emergency order on Tuesday on Thursday afternoon. Arguing that existing state law already bans transition-related care because it's experimental and has significant side effects, quote-unquote. The order is rife with misinformation about such care, overstating the risks of hormone blockers, claiming that most childhood gender dysphoria resolves itself, (laughs) and that trans identity is a social contagion. Wow. Uh, in light of that, providers of gender-affirming care in Missouri must ensure that all patients have received a psychological assessment. What? Consisting of 15 hourly sessions over the course of at least 18 months to explore the developmental influences on the patient's current gender identity and to determine, among other things, whether the person has any mental health comorbidities. So, like, these assessments, like... 15 hour, 15 hour. Oh, he just wants y'all. He wants therapy. Oh, no, that's still bullshit. Okay. So what's going on? So what he wants is he wants people before they transition to see a therapist for 15 sessions. 15 sessions. Mm -hmm. Over the course of at least 18 months to like make sure that they're essentially ready, ready for a surgery and for transition and to like, make sure they're help them make sure they're making the right choice and to make sure that like their other mental health issues if they have mental health issues right um isn't contributing to them making this choice or is impacting their ability to give informed consent now don't i would think that that's part of the process i'm assuming like when you go to your doctor and say i want to get this surgery done i'm quite sure your doctor informs you on you know, making sure that this is for you, for you, and like make sure that you know there's. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. I don't know, that there are steps to make sure that this is the right decision. Yeah, that so you're making and making sure that you're mentally ready to make this change. Yeah, so the way it works is, um, when you're ready to transition, you and there's like um. I forget the organization, but there's an organization that kind of set down guidelines and parameters on how to help uh, trans people transition. Okay. And it's kind of just like standards that everyone follows. So um, someone, when they're ready to transition, comes in, they make an appointment, doctor works on doing the referral, but then they need letters um, from a therapist. And these appointments, you only need one letter for most surgeries. Um, you need two for like if you're gonna have um like a vaginoplasty or if you're going to um 
what's the other one like orchiectomy so basically any, anything that okay. is going to affect your genitalia you need two letters for those um and then you um the therapist meets with you like i do these letters and it's like you just do an intake you make sure that they know what is um what the surgery they're getting if they know the risk um kind of helping them make sure they have support system for recovery talking about the recovery process and helping them set up of like oh well if you're having top surgery then you can't have pullover shirts you need button up so it's kind of preparation for okay. for those things and part of the process is kind of um assessing them for like not assessing them but talking to them about their trans journey so like right. you know how old were you when you first noticed you know what's your dysphoria like how does it impact your life you know so things like that so even that I feel is problematic. I feel oh. like if a trans person wants to transition, like who are we to have to be gatekeepers to this to their happiness and the transition? Because I think most people who transition like think about it for years and years and I have not met a person where it's been on a whim. Where it's kind of like, Oh yeah, I came out as trans like last week or last month and now I'm ready to transition, do all these things. No, people have like an extensive history of um, not feeling comfortable in their bodies right. and having dysphoria. So like, yeah. So the intake, your, the intake itself is yeah. problematic. Yeah. Yeah. And so okay. yeah, I think that's problematic. I just, I Our know. standards are now. And then right. he wants to add like more, on more 15 appointments you know, sessions. Right. And like, then that leaves it up to like, okay, then these laws can be made to kind of like uh, defund uh, insurance company paying for therapy so uh, then how, what if they can't access therapy right? right and then also like most therapists are not trans knowledgeable they're not trans experts like are you going to train people to do this so question. like there's so many problematic things to to this new requirement from what I'm from that just that one right. sentence wow <laughs> good assessment doctor um, also I was going to ask you um, what are these quote unquote um, risks like are are there actual risks? What are the risks? Like oh, like for that, trans care? Yeah. Uh, well, it's the bare basic of any basic surgery: infection, uh, like constipation for anesthesia, uh, the need to like do repair or not repairs to um, go back and like fix things. Like if you got surgery and you're like, oh, I don't like how that looks. Like you can go back and get revisions. That's it. Yeah. So it's basically yeah, and the risks are essentially. The risks that you would get for any surgery. Any kind of surgery. Any surgery, yeah. So now you so, care about people's health, but your health care mm-hmm. was So when these Republicans talk about the risks, like that's all they're referring to and they're like glamming it up to make it seem like it's the most extreme risks that they're having? I don't think that's... When they talk about risks, they're, they're talking about... Um, they're focusing on trans youth and the focus is on hormone blockers and, and um, getting like estrogen or, or testosterone. Oh, okay. Um, but from my knowledge, I, and I'm, I'm going to, um, highlight my, my lack of knowledge on this because I don't work with trans youth. I, I work with trans adults. Um, but from my knowledge, I'm pretty sure like, yes, hormone blockers, they use them with kids, but from what research I've done and from what I've heard in my trainings, it's like, um, hormone blockers are reversible. Like you stop taking them and then you're going to process through your puberty. Uh, um, so, and it's not going to have an impact on anything. Um, but um, 
if you and then my knowledge is i i don't think i don't know i think it was like 16 most places won't give you estrogen or testosterone until like 16 or so but i I, i'm not certain about that so like that's what they're targeting on is kind of like okay what are these hormone blockers was the impact of that on these kids bodies Mm. oh what is the impact of testosterone and estrogen on these kids bodies Mm. but it's like nothing (laughs) they're they're like that's a natural process of their puberty anyways Mm. you know we're you know it doesn't make sense wow that's what they're focusing on on risk right interesting and then on top of that they don't think like that you should get any like um body altering surgeries Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and they focus really and highlight people who de- who do detransition, which is like a very minuscule percent of trans people who do decide to transition. Right. I hear it's like one percent, and I heard it was like it's like it's really low. And then so like people transition, they're like, no, this isn't right. They detransition, and those people who detransition a lot of times often go back to retransitioning. Mm. Kind of just like going back in the closet and then going back out mm, again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's kind of like I don't really imagine too many st- heterosexual straight males born cis mm-hmm. are going out and becoming trans women mm-hmm. just for the kick of it. Like right. even Marilyn Manson put tits in, but <laughs> was like, he was still right. a cis straight man, <laughs> right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. and nobody, nobody fucking got upset about him taking his tits out. Or saying that he detransitioned or was trans or any of this nonsense. I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> Yeah. I was paying attention, I'm not gonna lie. But <laughs> <laughs> but um but and you know, that's one of the only one restriction. The other restrictions are that providers must ensure that any existing mental health comorbidities um have been treated and resolved so he's saying yeah before anything but like resolve like you can't fix some things exactly like (laughs) depression some people are genetically you know um have it's in their genes right what if you're bipolar (laughs) exactly bipolar right like fix depression anxiety sometimes these are just genetic and with mental health like there's no resolution with it like i think that's where a lot of therapists get it wrong or like that's very capitalistic therapy to me mm-hmm. that there is a resolution and we can resolve your anxiety we can resolve your depression we can resolve all these things like i feel like the method to move towards is kind of acknowledging and accepting like you have these reactions you have downs right um obviously like resolving trauma that's probably related to all that because all mental health is just trauma-based, right? We just all have different reactions mm-hmm. to our trauma. Some of us get depressed, some of us get anxious, you know, all these things. Some of us, you know, have, like, manic episodes. Um, but, you know, like, mental health needs to be focused. That there, There's no, sometimes there's no resolution for things. You need to just be able to kind of work with it and live with these things and get it in a manageable time frame. You know, mm-hmm. some people can you know get into remission with depression and things like that but like that's not possible for everyone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah but then it's also like kind of just re-stigmatizing transness even more because it's just like oh it's a mental health disorder yeah and it's it's like attached with all these things so obviously you're gonna have some kind of problem attached with you so I gotta yeah. figure it out, and that's true, right? Like, uh, being gay was in the DSM. DSM is what I use to diagnose people with for mental health issues, and 
like being gay was in there like homosexuality was a a, a <laughs> mental health disorder back then and when it got swapped out in the 80s in 1980 when they did a revision um gender dysphoria got put in this in its place mm, and yeah. that's so so much broader mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah so then and um I forgot what the, the original name it was. It's probably something like really transphobic, but like <laughs> the first iteration of what we call uh, gender dysphoria, um, it's it's evolved. Now we have gender dys- it, uh, dysphoria. When I got trained to be a therapist, it was called gender identity disorder, mm-hmm. um, and then I know there was a name before that. I just can't remember it. But like, it's been in there for years, and I feel like. It's just gatekeeping people from being able to be who they are. Like, yes. it's not a disorder. Like, it's it's just people's reactions to not being accepted in the world. And then you want to label and put that they're disordered for their reactions to a, a world that does not that's not accepting of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then label them as a disease. Yeah. And then a social contagion. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And it's not. If y'all be nice. They would be live happier lives. Like be nice to trans people, and they'll be happy. Who would have thought? Right. You gotta get your. How come no women have to get a mental health disorder if they want to get bigger boobs? <laughs> That's true, right? I mean, why you need them bigger for? What's wrong with you? But I think that's any cosmetic surgery, not just boobs, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's only trans people who have to go and be assessed that that. They're change something on my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anybody else and anybody else can yeah. go and do anything to theirs. Yeah. That's why and I think it's assaulting not... to get a letter. It's kind of like like who are we to question these people's judgments, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, it's like well, Be- I don't believe it, you know? Like, because for at some I like I don't know, I can edit this out, but I almost feel like at some point of it, it is a lot of just cosmetic surgery. It's just you're just changing what you look like on the outside. And the only thing that the problem is that you're changing it to look like a woman or a man. You just know you're changing it to feel how you feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. And and it's unfortunate that motherfuckers want to put that policing yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. When in reality, they're doing basically the same thing individuals are doing. But they're also trying to match how they feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. Other people are trying to please other motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're trying to please themselves. So yeah. when most people get cosmetic surgery, they're trying to, you know, yeah, you know, please someone else. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. But then these individuals are changing themselves to feel like themselves. Mm-hmm. They're doing it for them. It's just fucking. Yeah. What is it? Suicide prevention. Come on. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. <sighs> Missouri, get it together. Missouri is trash. Speaking of trash, <laughs> also, who's listening to us in Minnesota? Because you guys are like listening to us strong for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, we must Minnesota. If you're listening to us in Minnesota, give us five stars. Thank you, Minnesota. and a write a review and add us on Instagram. Twitter. So did y'all hear about that? Uh, so you was talking earlier about uh, law that Hungry passed. Parliament um, has passed a new anti-LGBTQ plus law that gives citizens the right to report same-sex families oh. with children to the authorities anonymously. What wow. the fuck is like that? haters? Like why? For what? So this new anti-LGBTQ plus bill was approved earlier last week, and it provides 
protections for people who report those who go against the constitutional recognized role of marriage and family. Um, so Hargarians are able to go and like out people and just go and not even, well, yeah, report people anonymously so that they can get fined or whatever, because, uh, the marriage as a union between one man and one woman and defines the mother is a woman, the father, a man, meaning that it is essentially illegal for same sex couples to raise a child. Along with reprimanding same sex families in Hungary for giving for going against the Constitution's recogni- uh, recognition of marriage and family, the law also allows citizens to report those who consent children's rights to an identity appropriate to their sex at birth. So I'm like, they just going down the whole list, going down the whole list. So um, the deputy prime minister, Zocht Jamish. I don't know how you pronounce it, but proposed the bill. It was a confidence (laughs) right. Look, just how it sounds. Let me see how that's. So the bill in February of 2023. So with its passage, the legislation would now move to right-wing Prime Minister Victor uh, Victor Urban's office, where he is expected to sign it in law. I hope and pray that you know it don't, but Mm. because his the government has worked too heavily curbed the rights of Hungarian's LGBTQ plus community. So in 2021, the country passed an anti-LGBT propaganda law, which bans all queer content for those under 18. Dang. So they've been censorship and, you know, had a backlash. That had a backlash with a European commission launching legal action against it. But they still haven't done anything because that's still in the mix of working and whatnot you know what as you're reading that what came up for me was like there's this big push of like how being gay is like this 18 and over thing like like mm. like um like it's like, taboo yeah like you like, can't smoke you know until right. you're 18 you can't drink it like it's just the certain age restriction to it right but it's like we see you're hungry it happens here in the u.s yeah um but it, it, it's like like if we look at like the movie ratings, like it's like R is like seventeen oh, plus, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, why are, are y'all policing like LGBTQ people so much, um, like that when like there's like yes, you have this rating of like this movie isn't for anyone under eighteen, but like kids under eighteen still see that, and there's not a problem with that. Mm-hmm. It's very selective policing around like what people consume at certain ages. Because we're uh, pornographic, we're <laughs> pornographic, and right. we're not fit for public but consumption. But you also got to realize that, like, some of these individuals that are in families with a mom and a dad, mm-hmm. and are getting abused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so yeah, what do you like? Shit. So, but do you have an anonymous tip line for that bullshit? No. No, mm-hmm. you ain't worried <laughs> about that less. bullshit. Care so less you, about your straight rape. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, you out here, right? So it's just like it's this bullshit of like. I'm going to be mad and do something about something, but I'm just going to overlook everything fucking else. That we be doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about a double standard. The doubles. Minister, mm-hmm. it looks like his name is Slut Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> Minister Slut Seaman. <laughs> now that's funny. Slut Seaman. Because now that you say that, it does look like that. <laughs> it does look like that. So as a, a, as a father... 
How would you feel if all of a sudden your your government just passed a law that says people can report you for having fucking kids? So you right now have kids, and now all of a sudden this law passes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Um, I would definitely feel scared and worried um, because the threat to my family, right? Like that means that you're going to try to take away my kids, you know? Um, or even put you in jail. Oh, but it's also that. like that also put a, a stress on you because now, like, damn, now do we have to go in hiding? Mm-hmm. Now, like, do I have to go and get off the grid? It's like, yeah. do I got haters? Yeah, right. Who are just petty bitches today? Everyone's a petty also, little right? fucking right. bitch. Yeah, like it, right. it makes you not feel safe in your world and your environment, and like you're not gonna be your best, right? That's gonna have like a huge ass impact on like someone's mental health. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. and your kids too, right? Like. Like, especially kids, like, you want to say you're protecting them, but, like, these kids are going to be attached to these parents, right? Like, think what you want, but, like, kids just need a good, consistent role model. That's all. Regardless of their their gender. They don't care what you do, what you look like. You're there, you love them, you show up, you parent them. Like, you're going to form a bond and attachment, and, like, then you're going to rip these kids away from their parents. That's going to cause way more harm than growing up with gay parents exactly it's not it's not even a comparison like they're yeah that's some fucked up shit watch fucking minnesota or was it missouri do that next <laughs> i hope not i mean um gay people can't adopt from like religious adoption agencies as it is now so like I mean, it's true which i feel like a lot of them are religious based aren't they unless you go through like the government federal, like government yeah. or county ran mm. agencies Little orphan Annie. <laughs> yeah, so get it together, hungry. Any other gay news? Mm. Was there anything I sent in the group chat that was gay? What about DeSantis and what about the Santos? What about oh. DeSantis? <laughs> he passed. He entered a bill into oh. office uh-huh. <laughs> called the Minaj Bill uh-huh. because he's a barb. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, this dude has to be a barb. But remember when, like, so it's basically a bill that doesn't allow the government to mandate a vaccination unless it's been already in what population for ten years. So, like, oh. they just can't come up and make up a mandatory a, vaccination, a mani- right? That's mm-hmm. not has. That has not already been through circulation for ten years. Uh, okay. So, but also, why you have to put her in it? Like, right? That's so random. But, right? You could have wrote. You could have said anything else. So they're calling it the Menage Act because she had when, she was being anti-vax, right? Right. She was being anti-vax uh, when it first came out and was like, like, don't you ain't got to let. But everybody said it. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of people who said it. Yeah. And if any any group, like, especially black people, have a right to be cautious about anything that's the also government true. gives right. you. Exactly. Yeah. That's facts yeah. for number one. Yeah. So, like, we don't really want shit from you motherfuckers. No way. Motherfucking <laughs> 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 Motherfucking 40 acres and a mule. True. So, until then, shut, keep us out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, why he had to stick her in there? Right. I no bet you reason she's at like, all. What because the he fuck? a barb. And he tried to play like he's straight and shit. And, like, then the picture they used, it's like he got to, like, he just looks like. A dumbass. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's also embarrassing. You're a public official and you're mm-hmm. calling it the, the Menage Act. Act. I mean, sis, if you're trying to act straight, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like Right. <laughs> Very wrong. So, But you already know the barbs is going to probably 
Ted made a new asshole. Right. Get it. Like, I wonder what Nikki's <laughs> thinking of that. She's like, the fuck? <laughs> right. Oh, I just can't wait for it to hit circulation she's, and see if it's gone. She's probably, who the fuck? Right. So God, that was funny, though. Embarrassed. God, this country is such an embarrassment. You got a fucking guy in fucking arrested trying to run for president. You got fucking Santos over here, drag queen. <laughs> Got drag queen talking about Nicki Minaj. Right. That's not even the problem. Is the fact that he's not owning it. Yeah. <laughs> he should have owned it. I know. Be a drag queen that loves Nicki Minaj. I'll vote for you, but own it. Right. And be not a dick about your policies. And be not a Republican. Right. <laughs> well, is that it for these quick teas? I so. am not thirsty anymore. I am not thirsty anymore. All right. Let's go on break. 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 Nino, girl, I need some new hoops. I need some new chains. I need some new everything. Well, you know what, queen? Do I have the shop for you? What is it? It's Ethical Punk. What? <laughs> oh, yes. Ethical Punk. Ethical Punk. They're challenging the gender binary by adorning your spirit. Oh, I love that. Yes, they've got all the fabulous jewelry and accessories you'll need. Necklaces bracelets rings earrings whatever you need all unique and anyone can wear them that sounds fashionable are they inclusive they sure are so inclusive that you'll just feel included (laughs) (laughs) oh great where where can i find them you can visit them on instagram under ethical punk underscore all one word that's ethical punk underscore ethical punk underscore oh you can also find them at ethicalpunk.com. oh good how do you spell that e t h i c a l p u a n k underscore underscore at ethical punk underscore get all your drag fashion whatever get all your adornments go decorate yourself girl decorate it bitch and we're back so today i wanted to talk about representation gay representation in the media does it matter do you need it what do you think of the current gay representation of the lgbtqus community what are some examples of bad representation how can bad representation be harmful to our community does it really matter about straights playing gay what about if gays play straight what representation of gays do you want more of and less of? Go off, queen. You know what? That All those questions actually brings this to mind. So I actually just finished watching the movie Bros. Okay. <laughs> With um, Billy Adler. I think his name is. <laughs> is, it, is that his name? I Billy don't know. something. I, Billy yeah. Eichner. Billy from the block. Um <laughs> So that uh, that movie was kind of like it was it was very insightful because it felt like it was very about our community, mm-hmm. but also it was not like laid out good. I, I really wasn't like it felt like it was going into two different movies at once. Okay, like they'll make a uh, like slide into a um, parody moment. And then back into like its own thing. The mo- back into the movie. I was like, okay. huh? like you didn't need that. Like I didn't need you to react this gay scene because mm. you know 
is like for a, emphasis, like mm. a memeified movie. Yeah, 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 something like that. I hate that shit. But it was kind of cool though because also there was a gay, there was gay characters playing straight. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like you know, kind oh, of cool. good and cool and shit. Um, but yeah, like the movie itself, but like it, and then it was it was, um, trans. Um, a couple, two trans individuals in the movie. Um, black gay representation, bi representation. So they had every part of the community represented. Now, if they did us justice, eh, you know, that's tomato, tomato. Uh, because, you know, you always want to, I guess we are always seen in the light of someone else's eyes. But since this was like, feel like it was like driven by the LGBTQ plus community with everybody being a part of it. We never know if the writers was gay. You know what I'm saying? We don't, I mean, I'm quite sure he had help. I'm not sure who helped him. I know he didn't write the whole movie, I'm assuming. I guess you can, huh? Mm-hmm. I guess. We can, we can look it up. Um, as a gay black man in America from the Midwest, <laughs> <laughs> you give I mean, it how many stars out of five? Um, out of five, I will say, and this is only because like, and I've watched silly movies before, and loved them. And they, but my, the thing is that they kept me very attentive. Mm-hmm. This in. right here was like, it really didn't. And then plus, I'm also not also. I'm gonna bring this always back to me. Like, I'm not a like. I didn't need to see all those sex like all those sexual in the windows and sex scenes mm. Um, mm. because it also make it feel like that's what we all about and I'm not about that so it makes me feel like I don't belong in the community mm. so to speak you know yeah. what I'm saying so, so like so it was so overrepresented mm-hmm. like this is all the fucking gays do is go and party and drink and have fucking sex it was just and I'm like mm. right so and I'm like well shit I do two of those things <laughs> so <laughs> now you're making me want to go watch it actually yeah I mean because, because now I have to study it you should have a yeah. screening we should and i rewatch next it episode but then it's also and here's about how it represented the community because it's also represented us in regards of how relationships work within the gay community mm-hmm. like one in and one person had like body image issues mm-hmm. clearly because he just felt like he was never good enough for his boyfriend but his boyfriend kept telling him but he would always see how he look at other people Mm-hmm. which was just him looking at people, having conversations with people. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was drooling or like making it seem. He thought that. So he came up with like, yeah, you don't like me because I, just tell me, I'm ugly. You don't, you don't like me. And I was like, what? And I was like, that's kind of crazy. Like, but that man didn't even said that. <laughs> he just <laughs> looking like, what? Yeah. But also he was out, you know, making out with different people at the club, but you know, he, that's what he said. Yeah. That's how he felt. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, that's, I, you, I like you. And, but it, it, it gave us an insight on how gays in media see us mm-hmm. because I felt like that's how they see us. But I ain't, I never interacted like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a lot sure. I'm like, damn, like, is this how the gays act? I mean, I think Billy Eichner is um 
I don't know. I need to see the movie before I comment on that. Okay. But also, I think if I'm just gonna like make a, I don't know Billy Eichner, but I, well, what I'm assuming is I don't even know where he's from. But he's like <laughs> a skinny white guy. <laughs> he has enough confidence that he um, is at high up in media, and. I don't know. Maybe he just has a certain lifestyle and that's the kind of thing that he does and that's what he knows as right. being gay. And yeah, because it's, it's, it gave very... It's very insecure vibes, right? Right. But mm-hmm. it also gave like, you know, cis... Like he said that a lot. Like he's a cis white gay male. It's just like a privileged point of view. I won't say... I will use the word. I won't use privilege. I know that's your cup of tea. <laughs> I would just say, you know, shit. That's just how he sees it. He sees it. Like, I don't know if it's privileged because he also felt like he wasn't getting everything that he wanted out of life. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. in his eyes, he didn't see himself as privileged. Mm-hmm. Now, he does know about the stigma in regards of. I mean, the privilege never do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it gives you the uh, perception of, you know, cis white gay. But also, like, you know, he had issues. I'm assuming. I mean, as but not like so. As a to answer your original question, from a black gay male from the Midwest, <laughs> I'll probably give this like two and a half mm. out of five. Okay, because as me being like the most um, white white here at this yes at this table, I would say like from me knowing even whiter people, like yeah, that's like their life. That's their life. Like, they're just, like, they still think, I mean, they they are oppressed in their own way, in their own community. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, they, they do, they can go out into the world um, and, like, get jobs. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, that's to a point, too, because there are still, like, I mean, homophobia does come from white people. Yes. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of homophobic white people out there. And I feel like the white gay man, although is privileged in certain ways, I guess like still having the backing, like the monetary backing of a family that could possibly be more well off on average mm-hmm. uh, to from that to just like being being able to like go into the white workforce if you're passing, if you're straight passing. Yeah. Um, that's like a privilege that they can have. See, and that is a privilege, but also we see their privilege as something happy and go lucky. Cause mm-hmm. even in the movie, that white straight passing gay man had that privilege, but he also fucking hated himself and his job like he hated his job because yeah. Of the, yeah at the same time even though you can go to work you're still being outcasted by society yeah but and you right, still are yeah. being shit on yeah, yeah. but i also right. think is like even though you have privilege doesn't mean that like you're exempt from having like Every bad day, days like, or, or just yeah. life in general right like mm-hmm. i think that um, the privilege it, of like him being able to get a job easier, things mm-hmm. like that, coming mm-hmm. from a better off family, probably maybe coming from probably a more accepting family than maybe like POC people. Like that's a privilege that is going to help like better mental health, right? Probably better health, like all these things, right? But like his perspective is just, but 
he's still gonna have like bad days like he's still gonna have probably like self-esteem issues and stuff like that like yeah. privilege doesn't exempt you from things like that you know from my perspective if that makes yeah. sense no yeah mm-hmm. especially because like yeah like if he even was like in a secluded you know white world then he still would be the lowest common denominator like he would be like the one that they shit on from their own group still excluded mm-hmm. yeah. because even in like the Nazi like world, they still excluded the homosexuals, even if they were like white. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't, maybe it, do, maybe it helps, but like to a point, I guess maybe they, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, there's still like a lot of like cracked out white guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. See, but, yeah. that's, but that's just like a, the representation, like, but have you ever seen a movie, a gay movie that's actually spoke to you or you identified with that gave you the like that's me the, like, that, like that that positive you know feeling it's like damn you know what I'm I'm good like you know what I'm saying no because I feel like all the gay <laughs> movies <laughs> I feel like all the gay movies are sad as fuck. Like, they yeah. all have terrible endings. Not terrible endings. They have sad endings. Like, yeah. one of them moves away. One of them dies. One of them, yeah. like, can't be together because of homophobic family. Like, mm-hmm. like I just feel our movie representation is just displaying our despair yeah. and ignoring our joy. That's um, true. And I think that's one of the problems with media representation. Like, I just watched another one. Like, I think the... And but I do have a movie like one of my favorite gay films was like it was called The Weekend, and it was just have you seen it? I think so. And it's just about like these two guys that meet randomly at a club, and then like they spend the like the weekend together, but like one of them has to leave because he has to go to school or some shit like that, or they have like this little short love affair, and um, yeah, it's just about their little quick romance that they have, mm-hmm. and like it's such a sweet cute movie but it's sad because they don't end up together um the same to everything you said but one movie this also is sad (laughs) that actually (laughs) like made me feel like good was um that movie milk which (laughs) sean penn ended up being like homophobic (laughs) afterwards anyways sad um because when i watched milk I was like, I watched it in like the scene. There's like a scene in the beginning of the movie where he and like a sh- he he and this guy, he's just like sees him in the hall, the subway, or I don't remember where he sees him, but he sees him, and then they're strangers, but they immediately just start kissing, and I was just like, oh my god, mm. like, and I had a boyfriend at the time, and I had never been like single, single like that, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck, I want to do that. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I want to just like meet a random guy in the street and just like kiss him like that and be like what and then <laughs> um and then also like the parts where basically they're like fighting for their rights and stuff it was just like a really political movie mm-hmm. and it just like talked about like gay rights kind of mm. stuff and like harvey milk and then because i had seen a, a documentary about harvey milk when i was like i think in high school it was like on the history channel i think it was random um and i was like oh my god that's cool he's cool fight for the gay rights and then i saw the movie and then it was just like i don't know inspiring it made me want to be like activist mindset and be like fight for gay rights if like i ever had to come to it Mm. and i was like 
Yeah, I want to do that. That's so it was inspiring cool. in that way. Oh, awesome. Even though, like, his boyfriend, I think, commits suicide in the fucking house. <laughs> yeah. You know, something similar. I think maybe mine, you know, what that has a positive impact was um, Paris, is, Paris burning. Paris burning. Oh. Mm-hmm. I feel like that really spoke to me when I, I saw it because I think it was, like, a representat- representation of, like, a culture and a beautiful culture and like how these people were finding ways to thrive and to be themselves at the same time. Mm, Um, And and I think just to see like how free and happy they they were, or at least they presented, you know, that they were living like authentically themselves. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah. And despite everything they, they did. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, Tu Wong Fu, Oh yeah! For everything Julie Newmar was like a really good one, because it also was like they showed that scene where uh, Patrick Swayze like goes back to his old house mm-hmm. and like he sees the mom and the mom sees him and she's just like what the fuck yeah and she's like goes away and I'm like oh that's like the truth of like how like a lot of gay families or like how families are with gay people yeah like they just like they're not there for them and it's just like it's not what's going on. And so I was like, I remember seeing that scene and being like, hmm, <laughs> when I was little and being like, am I going to have to deal with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's a lot that I, I had to deal one. with, too, like being in the closet and whatnot. Cause I will watch these movies on YouTube or like, you know, wow, this is about to be embarrassing. But like. I would just go and just like, oh, like gay movies. Yeah. And I would just sit there all night just like. So you've seen just a lot? Watch. I've seen a lot. So, because it, it's also, I had to understand like, but here's the fucked up part though. It wasn't a lot of POCs. It was just nothing but like. Mm-hmm. White guys? White yeah. guys. It was like white movies and shit. So mm-hmm. it was like, I still seen how they interacted with one another, but I also didn't see like me in them, mm-hmm. so to speak. But yeah, so like I watched so the weekend and some of it was like, you know, satire, like funny, which was also good. But oh my also, god, the <laughs> the eating out ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. They had like a whole fucking three three movie series or yeah, something. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. That I could never funny. commit to looking at those. I couldn't either. I was but like, I was I like, but see, but I was like in the closet. So I was like, this is the only thing that's popping up. I you know You're like shit. this is the only thing I know. Right. So so question. So like you saw that was your media what you saw about like what it meant to be gay right like so like how did that compare when you got out into the gay worlds i mean it didn't compare right so but also i that's the only thing that i've seen yeah and but then when i got to know individuals in the community Uh there was nothing like that like all i hear all i used to hear or like see like oh like gay guys are catty and this that and the other i was like i Mm -hmm. I ain't haven't seen it, but like also like, maybe I you know like that's one of the stereotypes that's out there in a lot of our movies. Um, but I don't really see that. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I don't. But but do y'all? Catty gays, I see them. I see them. Yeah. Oh, shit. But um, <laughs> is it because we're catty gays? Catty knows catty. Now y'all looking in the mirror. <laughs> a little kitten with a claw. <laughs> um, but we're do I see a lot of catty gays in the media? When, well, right? I think there is the evil gay trope that they like often have like gay people as like villains. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
but they're wait, queer coding, right? Yeah, but going back to um, like a movie that made me that I thought I felt like me. None of those like early gay films, like I was, I always like saw them and I like just had to look at the cover and I was just like, this isn't for me. Like I already know what this is. Like I remember I saw one, I think it was called like Latter Days. Like me and my first boyfriend like oh my god me and my first like, boyfriend we like <laughs> tried renting these gay movies like on netflix back when you had to get the dvd oh okay and so we tried watching a bunch of these movies and they were all just so shitty they are. and it's just like so like oh, i don't want to watch this because i at that point i was just like get to the fucking sex bitch see um mm. see, I, porn, right. bitch. Exactly. <laughs> so I wasn't looking at it for that particular reason i was just looking at it just see like what should I expect if one day I have the heart to come out? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I was looking, I was a closeted black gay man looking into the world of homosexuality through media Mm -hmm. because I grew up in the hood. Like I don't have a view of how this Mm -hmm. is supposed to be. Mm hmm. So I had to find it some way, somehow. Yeah. And unfortunately, it had to be all of those. Every movie that you, I'm quite sure that you named that was like white cast. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen it. That's so funny. <laughs> so, so what did you expect going in? So um, I really, you know what? Like I expected that. Heartbreak? Like, oh, like you're never going to be with the one you want to be with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You you're not going to get them. I think yeah. Even with Tu Wong Fu, like I feel like the whole underpinning for me was like, if you if you're gay, you're going to be unhappy in some aspect. Yeah. And it's like there's always some kind of unhappiness in your life, mm-hmm. and that's because every gay movie there's some unhappiness going on that's like driving the film. Yeah. Yes. It's never like I'm just a gay action star. <laughs> it's like <laughs> right. The sadness is I got to fight the criminal. No, it's like oh, something in my personal life is affecting my fucking <laughs> everything. Yeah. Um so yeah, I always kind of expected like my gay life to be turbulent or something like and it always was. <laughs> it felt now, like it was. Do you think that you was just driving it to be that? I don't know. I mean, I felt definitely the anxiety of like being a closeted freak, but I feel like once I un- uncloseted myself, most of my like, in- like that that feeling that you get in like a early gay movie that tension mm-hmm. of like gayness and unease, mm-hmm. right, is like yeah. it went away as soon. Right? There's like, it's, it's like, always that. It's yeah. just gay always and unease. That. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like, you making me uncomfortable. Pitch and I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. I also remember watching, like, seeing, like, something back in the day, like, some kind of documentary on something. I don't remember what it was. Saying that gay men often identify more with a female heroine in a film than an actual gay movie. Oh. I agree. And I agree also. Because I remember, like, being really into female. Like driven, yeah, films. powerful women, Buffy, Xena. Yeah. yeah, I really Wonder liked Woman. Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill was, uh, yeah, that was the my shit. shit. That was, was the shit. Um, so one of the movies though, like, so those were the movies in the what early nineties, early two thousands, early two thousands, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that was early two thousands. So I think the one that I've seen that really did speak to me, or I at least seen myself in the movie, 
was Moonlight, mm, uh, was which was film. a good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, it's like, I fucking, I go, there goes mm-hmm. that sadness again. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, fuck, like, ah. But it also feels like it gives us the, the notion that we don't deserve love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just expect that it's gonna be a fucked up relationship yeah. for whatever reason. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of like, oh well, of course, once you get in that gay relationship, bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's, but is and it's like, it, it never really seems like it comes from the angle of because society hates homosexuals. <laughs> it always just comes from our like. Your we own did this. internal yeah. disdain that we <laughs> right. have, yeah. Like you did this to yourself, yeah. right? <laughs> See, but like, because that's crazy. Because, but there is a lot of individuals who, and uh, in, within our community, who have been together for 20, 30, 40 plus years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just like the love is there. See, but back then they didn't have nothing to show them what it was. Mm-hmm. They just lived it and did it. Yeah. But now we have this fucking tv box in front of us now that's putting these views in front of us so to speak of like how our community should be or Mm -hmm. how our community is um looked as yeah honestly because whenever i talk to straight people they really understand gay people through the media through media Mm -hmm. and they and they don't understand how the one gay person they meet is <laughs> like, like is yeah, not like that. And that that is the only one that's different. There's the one that they met in real life. Yeah. Exactly. And then and but the real gay gay people, they're all actually still like this, like over here, right. what they re- look like in the media. Mm-hmm. Not like you, the one I just met. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think also looking at like us gay people are going to seek out gay media content. So like we have a lot more choices and interact with more versus mm. straight people only are going to get like mm. a lot more in their purview. Yeah. Right? And that brings to mind, like what were straight people's like gay representation? Like I could think of Will and Grace was really popular. Uh-huh. Right. But like, even like, is that a proper like representation of gay culture and gay right. community? You know, I mean, I, my first boyfriend had me watch fucking Will and Grace and I actually enjoyed it. I love it. I love it. And I mean, it's a good representation of a, a white gay with money, (laughs) a white skinny gay with money, Mm -hmm. a cute white skinny gay with money. Yeah. Great representation Mm -hmm. of your life. (laughs) That show also is the only Karen I fuck with. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only Karen I'll fuck with. Um, rest in peace, Leslie Jordan. Oh. oh, yeah. Um, that's funny. What else do straight people have? Um, and so then also like now, even with our music. Oh yeah. So like with the representation we have in music as well, the ones that at least hit mainstream, and I guess that's only you know Frank Ocean and Little Nas X, mm-hmm. but. Those are two different venues. Well, at least on my end. But there are many different array of individuals that's um, like Omar Apollo. Oh, you know, yeah. Um, Who else is? Diplo. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first like, here. Right, right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. JoJo Siwa. <laughs> uh, who else is out there that's uh, Kim Petras? Kim, yeah. Demi Lovato. <laughs> 
<laughs> a bunch of alleged bisexual female artists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so just like with some of our music, but we also, especially in music, you have to, I, there's a lot of, I guess, air quotes, code switching when you're mm. in music, because I'm quite sure they don't really live their lives like that. Mm. They are just trying to sell records. Um, only Like, I don't know if Lil Nas X is out here, you know, riding the cowboy. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. That was his first album, his first single. Oh, that song that got him famous? Yeah. I think the thing about Lil Nas X is that he is just a out of the closet gay man who is making music and that's the only thing that is like <laughs> different from him than any other like musician like in the mainstream yeah and it's just causing such an uproar but the only thing yeah he's doing is just being gay <laughs> but, yeah. but you know what and here's another thing and i know individuals you know that's in the entertainment business don't want to they live their lives the best they can with as much privacy as they allow themselves to obtain right mm -hmm. but also like we never really seen him out on a date and i'm quite sure that's probably because he may not feel comfortable going out on a date with a dude out in public mm -hmm. I'd rather just have you come over to the house and you know we can have dinner here and this that and the other but it's also like i don't really the only thing that i see Wait, are you questioning yes. his gayness? No, see, I'm not <laughs> questioning it, but I just don't, because your gayness is not, you know, visual. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, you know, it's, I, I mean, now what he does on stage is visual mm -hmm. because, you know, he's putting on a show. Mm -hmm. But I know that that's not how that man acts in real life. But I don't know that. I don't know that man. But I can, like it would, I would like to see him as, Montario, like, whatever his name is, to be out and interact or be in a gay setting publicly that is not for um, tabloid mm. or something of that nature. Like just out on a regular date or something. Like you don't mm. think he's in the, you don't think he's a, like he was ever in Boys Town getting drunk? Right. I don't, no, yeah. Boys Town, West Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale. Providence Town. You don't <laughs> think he has no credit in these streets? <laughs> See, but I, don't, I, mean, I mean, it's true. I mean, he's only a kid. Like, I'm I mean, sure that's he, also true. And he and he did become like a musician, so it's like he. Mm -hmm. doesn't but even really if have you time. do see it, it'll be like, yeah, that's for the tabloids anyway. So it's just mm -hmm. like you really wouldn't care anyway. But like, I was just saying, like, and it's you feel like you always got to do something that you're not, even when you're in the media or in the, the eyes of you know the public. Mm -hmm. Well, I hear a lot of people that, like, have to still stay in the closet to be, like, doing things, to be an artist, to be, like, a musician, yeah. to be famous, to be, like, an actor. They used to have to stay in the closet, too. So there's, like, tons of gay individuals that are being uncounted in our yeah. boat be to save their job. And, I mean, it's, like, mm -hmm. of course you have to do that. And it's, like, whatever, because that's how it is. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't get that career Man, opportunity. How long, how long it took uh, Doogie Howser? Because oh, everybody yeah. wants to, yeah. 
everyone wants to pretend that the that the media is all democratic and liberal, but it's still run by fucking white men who have fucking all the same fucking yeah. racisms mm-hmm. and homophobias and sexisms that they yeah, have everywhere else. Right. That they've had since. And the only reason they hire these people is because they need them to dance and sing and do la la da 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 because the regular straight men aren't doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> how many straight people did you remember in your drama class? Just kicking ass. How many straight cis tough guys do you remember just slaying? I don't remember any of them slaying honey, but I do remember some gay people who could probably play straight and fool your ass. <laughs> there are probably not that many straight guys that are just like, well, there's not. I mean, the straight actors you do see, they are kind of shitty. Uh-oh. Not going to name names. <laughs> Liam, what's his name? Thor? Did he play gay? No, he's just a terrible Oh, he's just a terrible, oh, he's a very terrible straight actor. <laughs> Um, but as far as like gay people, gay artists making their own art. Now there are some that are like, you know, not on the mainstream. Yeah. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you know about them and heard about them and whatnot, you listen to them, they have great music. Those, those individuals, you know, you can feel it in their music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it feel like it's coming from the heart. So to speak. That's funny. I feel like the um the first band I actually ever went to go see in concert was a queer core band and they were called Gravy Train. And <laughs> this just keep getting better. <laughs> and it was actually in Long Beach in <laughs> on Broadway. Uh wow. Amazing. Amazing story. Um Come on, 360. I'm so gay. Gay. But the venue isn't there anymore. I don't remember what the name of the venue was, but it's no longer there. It was like close to Avon's. I don't know. Anyways, so I saw Gravy Train there, and like their songs were just like really funny, lyriced, um, dancey, rappy, punky, mm-hmm. just like silly songs, just like s- stupid shit. And it was fun. And it was, so it just made you feel good, too. Yeah, it was just, like, fun stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they played, I think, I don't remember who they played with. Another queer band, I think. Was it Avenue D? I don't know. But anyways, that was one band that I saw. And, yeah, they were very, like, off of the radar. They were not famous at all. And it was, like, but they were the best one that I had ever heard. Any gay representation that I felt like I connected with, mm-hmm. I really felt like I connected with that band. Mm. And like I felt like the stupid shit that they were making like really tapped into something like in me. Oh, and okay. I was like, this is good shit. <laughs> and I was like, but no one else wants to hear it or likes it. Yeah. Um, and then the same for like my like movies, like John Waters, who we talked about last week. Oh, with yeah. The drag queen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. We like his movies really hit me. Like I was like, this shit is fucking lit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm really connecting with these movies because I don't see anything else ever like this. And I was just like, and this is just like, like I was just like, I don't know, rocked by it. And then, um, but yeah, it was also very obscure and weird. And like, nobody was obviously looking at that when I was, which was like the two thousands. Um, I just think I just like saw that stuff like on the IFC channel, the independent film channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and as far as like gay TV, I felt like I don't, I never really watched anything because I didn't want to be seen watching it. Oh, okay. 
Like whenever I would see like Queer as Folk or like stuff like that, I would be like, mm. I don't feel like watching this. And then like that show Looking, I was like, oh, when that yeah. had come oh. out, I was like, I don't want to watch this because I feel like this is like, I'm already gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and need, I don't it. need more of this. Like I have my own gay drama. I don't need more. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Queer as Folk, but I watched Queer as Folk late at night during the reruns uh, with, on mute with captions. Uh, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. How old were you? Uh, I was probably like in like, was it high school? Probably like high school age. Gays yeah. find a way. You find a way. So have y'all ever seen Noah's Ark? I had seen no, like heard. an episode of it. Uh-huh. So that I also so I found that, but I found that later on in life. Uh-huh. Like I didn't see it when it first came, when it was out, but I found it. You know, probably like what two thousand and six? No, four? No, sixteen, fifteen? Like I oh. like I seen it when it was out of like when it wasn't popping. Mm. Oh, I see. You know what, what I'm saying? What channel? On YouTube. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know. I ain't know it came on the channel. Shit. Um. So, but like, it was also like, we're like, oh, okay, like, this is where I first saw black gays. You know what I mean? Um, and it was good to see, but it's also, it was just like, it also, you know, it was in California. And I wonder why is that? No, that ain't why. Because wasn't it based in California? No. I don't know. I, I don't I haven't remember. Seen it. I thought I, I don't remember what channel I was seeing it on. I want to, I'm like, it wasn't the BBC. <laughs> No. Oh wow. shit! Not the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> That's a white sack. That's a white sack coming out. Wow. I'm trying to think of what would be like gay Latino representation. None. I feel like our representation is like other figures. Like, yeah, mine were like women, like female heroines. Bad Bunny. <laughs> no. I don't want that. But I'm thinking like my age. You know, like. I mean, I wouldn't assume that there would be very much Latino gay representation. That's true. Like, wow. not only from the Latino culture, but even less because the white culture never portrays Latinos, period, in media. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean, like, y'all, not even nobody making the, y'all own. I'm oh, sure I know one. It's on YouTube, Undocumented Tales. Okay. Yeah. But even then, in 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 America, Latino content that is English speaking is like very limited. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. you either uh, have to be a Spanish speaking Latino <laughs> to get the media. Um. Which I guess white culture assumes is like good. <laughs> and they're like, well, you have all that. You got Telemundo, so <laughs> you don't need nothing from us. Because I feel like as far as American mainstream media goes and representing Latinos in general, with the amount of the population that Latinos are and the amount of population that you see on their TV, there's a huge discrepancy. Yeah. Like... The only Latino people I can think of are George Lopez, Gabriel Iglesias, dot, dot, dot. Um, J-Lo. 
Jay, but she's I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna talk about singers. Voices. We're not even gonna go for oh, singers. Okay. Well, she's all of it. Exactly. Right. She, yeah, she's a singer too. <laughs> Get I guess. It together. Sorry. <laughs> she has to. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Gina Rodriguez. That's four people. <laughs> you have anybody, Dr. Mikey? Mm, no. Latinos in American culture. Don't tell me Richie Valens. <laughs> no. Is he even Latino? I don't know. Pitbull? But he's he's he doesn't do acting. He's Oh, music. you're right. Yeah. See, I don't know. Uh, oh, that girl, that Michelle girl. Rodriguez. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Not oops. Not me and me getting her confused with Gina. Wow, Walter. <laughs> and then We're not that girl, all like Walter, <laughs> the girl from Riverdale. Uh, the one, the one that played uh, the, Jenny Ortega. The Jenny Ortega. No, but that's she's someone else though. Is she even Latina? I thought so. Ortega, yeah. I guess. Selena Gomez. Oh, she's actress. No, the one, the one, the Mexican girl she was in, Do Revenge, which is actually, um, has gay representation in, that I actually liked. I never heard of that. It, you watch mm-hmm. it on Netflix. It's called Do Revenge. My boyfriend played for us. Um, what the fuck is that list. girl's name? She's in Euphoria. I never seen that. The main actress? The Mexican bitch. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Not just in the main actress. Oh, yeah. Y'all know that's Zendaya? <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming she's the main actress, right? Yeah, yeah she oh, is. Camila Mendez? Mm-mm. Don't oh. know. Yeah. Sorry. Camilla. Oh. She's in Scream too. Yeah. The you don't even recognize else. her? I nope. think. See? See, and that was that was kind of a dig too. Um, who else? Yeah, can't think of anything else. George Lo- Yeah, exactly. See, and that's maybe, like, or maybe we don't consume the right like the right American media channels. Yeah. And then I feel like a lot of Hispanic actors, when I was working in Hollywood, a lot of Hispanic actors will just yeah lean into it and be like, "Yeah, I'm Italian." Oh, mm-hmm. damn. This one guy, I was like. I won't name him, <laughs> but Mr. Latino definitely was like, yeah, I'm Italian. And I was like, wow. And a lot of people with Spanish last names can lean into it because some white people won't like think about it. Like people uh, have told me that. The same, yeah. Like, people think that I'm Italian. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Hmm. What? White That's people want to see things. Mm. They see what they want to see. But yeah. But that's it for my Latino representation. <laughs> no, it needs to be more of. But what do? What is it that y'all want to see more of? Representate of our LGBTQ plus representation in the media. I want to see more stories that don't revolve around gay sadness or yeah. sadness around relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see more gay stories that involve happiness that mm-hmm. have nothing to do love and support yeah, yeah. with like gay strife right. like the character can be gay and also it not make up the entire story mm-hmm. right 
Like, if you just, like, knew how gay people were in real life. Yeah. Look, for real, though. Like, it could be Die Hard, but make Bruce Willis gay. The other movie that I really liked was But I'm a Cheerleader. Have you seen that? No. That RuPaul's in it, and he plays basically a counselor at a gay conversion therapy camp. And the girl who's the lead is, what's her name? Um, Mm. Natasha Leone. Oh, okay. And she plays the main... Oh, okay. I think I may have seen that. Okay. And she plays the main lesbian. This was like... She was real young then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's really good. And it's silly and cute and funny, but I felt like it was good gay representation. Yeah. It was only a few of those that came out back then Mm -hmm. that I've I've at least seen. It's funny because, like, the movie almost feels like it's hyper-aware but it almost feels like it's the most realistic of any, like, gay feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, moods. Touche. Touche. One thing I would like to see more of is to see our the individuals that are part of the LGBTQ plus community that's in media be more upfront and have our backs when shit really matters. Because it feels like, you know, like, oh, like, that don't really concern me at this point in my life because now I've um this is just how I feel so like when you come part of you know the 1% now that you're famous or things of that nature you don't really have that strife or that downfall hindering over you in regards of trying to fight for your rights and love every Mm -hmm. day you know what I'm saying? Because now you're hiring motherfuckers to work for you. Mm-hmm. Like you're those, not a part of the people Right, anymore. but you're not, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So people don't look at you like they look at us. Uh, so I just wish that they will have our backs, so to speak, when things like this is happening, like with the uh, trans bills, with the drag bills, uh, with homosexual laws and things of that nature. Like, be more upfront. Post shit, you know y'all post. You, you know what I'm saying that's just me. I, that's what I would like more of. Um, I think I, I would definitely want more content created by like uh, community members. You know, more queer people. Yes. Um, because I feel like um, straight people don't know how to write about us, so they shouldn't. Um, so I think that I would like that. Um, I would definitely want more joy, more happiness, and just like yeah, like like I would love to see like romantic comedies with gay people. I love romantic comedies, you know, and like just be treated like how straight people treat themselves, you know, in the same way they represent. Yeah, I don't know. I want equity. I feel like maybe like studios should hire queer individuals and just let them create like what they want and not like have to be guided by them with like an end goal or demographic in mind yeah and just create like un like unhindered mm-hmm. and then you can have the content that they have created and now you have your queer and gay stories as opposed to like because studios like obviously they have a a mindset and goal and it's money 
Yeah. And it's like you have to get the demographic, you have to get the ad dollars, you have to get whatever. So you have to put so then it almost so then it does become kind of this thing where it's like, oh yeah, stamp, there's a gay person in the movie. We have a gay character, guys. Stamp. Did we get yeah. the gay character in there? Oh, did we put the gay character? Oh, cool. Okay. Did they say yas? Great. Nice. Check. We're gay friendly. And it's like I would like to see less of that. <laughs> and it's like, can we just like put more authenticness mm-hmm. behind the 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 creators, yeah. like that are the LGBT ones that you mm-hmm. hire? Like you, yeah. when you hire straight white men, who's a genius? He's a genius. Let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, it's a show about what? Like cats farting? Great. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Because he's a genius. But like, just like have that. But for the gay people, like let them all, create whatever they, the they want. They always get the gay people. We, we'll circle back to that. Right. Like it has to be because whenever like straight people want to have the LGBT thing, it's like with guidelines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at it from like a profit, it makes sense. Uh, Like a studio is going to be like straight things because more people are going to consume it right whereas like straight people are less likely to probably watch gay content right so they don't want to take that risk Mm -hmm. so i think that's why like even though our representation is like slim we should still support it Mm -hmm. but i think people also need to start creating content they also need to start making more content Mm -hmm. and we should always support when something do come up so that we don't have this downfall in regards of executives making decisions on our behalf for movies that needs to be made. But I also would like to see less of this queer baiting shit mm-hmm. because mm. it's like every time I'm on social media now, it's just like, it's all like, it's all about homosexuality, but you not even like, if you, even if you go to their main page, like, I don't see nothing there about like same love, you know, love is love or like whatever it may be in order to identify yourself that you're a part of this community because you don't even have it in there. You don't need to have it in there. But if you're que- if you're doing queer things, then you should be able to identify yourself as being part of the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. instead of just queer baiting and trying to get likes so that you can get views. Yeah, because I feel like some companies like to create commercials or advertisements where it's like, you know, it's a straight company and they're saying that we support the LGBTQs or whatever. And then even that just kind of feels like I don't need to see an advertisement like that shows your support through the advertisement. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't even <laughs> exactly. need that. I like, need yeah. it through those dollars that you send in <laughs> right. and, mm-hmm. and lobbying for. Like, mm-hmm. you should replace, exactly, that. you should replace the money for that advertisement of you supporting LGBTQs with your actual money going to, like, LGBTQ plus plus and, like, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not even advertise, but fuck your advertisement. I don't need to know about it. Do it in peace. Do right. it with God. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. He saw you. I didn't need to hear about it. 
send that money because then i also feel like then it then it turns us even more politicized because then these straight people are like that's another thing is these straight people are just so overwhelmed by us in the media it's like you see one gay person and it's like they swear they saw like a thousand gay people <laughs> like <laughs> run through they're the everywhere exactly <laughs> they're everywhere that's how they fucking Such act and it's like right. fuck it makes me want to say like get us off the fucking media give us back our own fucking gay only channel shit like they yeah. hate it so much to see us even in one commercial. Like the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing right. with the Budweiser. Oh. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, Budweiser didn't need to all of a sudden become a gay ally. Like, but they've been an ally. They've been an uh, ally of ours since the 80s. Like, this, this has been nothing different that Bud Light has been doing. But now people have this fake fucking outrage because when back in the, what was it? I'm going to say like, yeah, late 80s. They made a official statement and was part of the LGBTQ plus community, where the LGBT community at that point, that's what it was mm-hmm. called. Um, and it was like, oh, yeah, we support. Boom. And they started they started making the cans with flags. Okay. So it's nothing new that they have been doing. They've been doing this shit for over 20 years. But now everybody is fake outraged because just like how you said, oh, like they're they're putting a flag <laughs> on everything, uh-huh. and like oh, I go to Target and my son got a flag, <laughs> a rainbow on his shirt with a truck on it. Shut <laughs> the fuck up! Like, yes, like it. Uh, it's like this fake outrage is just like ridiculous. And then they also post it so they can get likes. And so then they can be seen. So everybody want to be motherfucking seen this time. <laughs> so it's just like, it's everywhere. Everybody just wants to be seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, that was. I mean, I feel like if you're a media consumer, you should, yeah, obviously like support as like gay media as in like watching the gay media. Yeah. Giving it a chance. The, the new ones that you see. You know, before whatever, anything else, like watch the ones that were made by gay directors, gay writers, or right. lesbian gay actors, or trans. Right. That's or why whoever. I watch American Horror Story every goddamn season, unfortunately. Some of them ain't the best, but <laughs> <laughs> I will get that motherfucker a view. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I'm so conflicted about Ryan Murphy. I mean, everybody's going to be problematic in their lifetime, right? If I'm. Yeah. Sort of speak. Somebody ain't going to like you for some reason. Uh, he is problematic. Why? In some sense. Just because, you know, like, because a lot of his characters are, like, very cis, white. Mm-hmm. You is know, it's only now that he's been trying to do more of the trans POC. people of POCs, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Is but he Euphoria guy? No, no, he did Pose. Pose, American Horror Story, the Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Um... I think I I started to like steer clear from him from um, because of the Dahmer because of like how yeah, it was represented yeah. where because all his victims were like black men yeah. and like um, the scenes were like like they show like the killing process and everything like the lead up and all that like it was very intense and like I don't know I just think like I think anything I think it goes back to this idea of like uh, media likes to um profit off of harm and like this fear what is it the the despair of our culture you know because he didn't have to do all that yeah and i feel like his shows do that yeah 
You're right. Profiting off gay despair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's Got to be more careful. No, he's gay. He's gay. But he's white gay. Oh. Yeah. Well, she's making the dollar. So yeah. more gay dollars. More gay dollars. But donate to us, Ryan. <laughs> Murphy? What's his name? Ryan, Ryan Murphy, Murphy. If you hear us. Yeah. Donate to us. <laughs> Any bad representation? Bad representation. No. I think maybe what you brought up earlier is the idea that like queer coding villains. Mm. You know, like and I feel like that sends like a subtle message. But then why do we, all the gay people, like, end up liking them? Because we identify with them. Internalized homophobia. I don't think it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they always assume that every gay guy is so ripped and beautiful that it's just, like, that's very harmful to our community because yeah. then you get these individuals that's out here. Now they have body dysmorphia. Wait, is that yeah, what it's called? You're body saying dysmorphia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, also just, like, do shit to their bodies and whatnot. I mean, well, I guess that's everybody has some form of that, possibly. But everybody don't have a six-pack in the gay community. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think our representation is very uh, one POV, you mm-hmm. know? And I yeah. think that even when we get other representations... Well, I don't know, like, maybe you can speak to this with Noah's Ark. Did you feel Noah's Ark was representative of, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was more because everybody didn't... Even though they were all people of color, everybody mm-hmm. didn't look the same. Mm-hmm. So, But that's what you get in all of these other movies with um, cis white males. Mm-hmm. They all look the same. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. You know, they all the same height, same body frame. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. And at least in Noah's Ark, uh, you know, people were short, big, tall, worked out, mm-hmm. didn't work out, balding, bald. Mm-hmm. Who, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it wasn't like everybody had this fucking one look. Mm-hmm. So, it was, that was a good thing about Noah's Ark. It was diverse, even though it was a diverse cast of mm. POCs. I definitely feel like um, I don't watch enough gay anything but i'm not really a media consumer like that i don't really watch um movies and tv like that oh okay i watch like a lot of youtube stuff and i watch like youtubers and documentaries and stuff like that are they Mm. part of the lgbtq plus community Mm, i actually follow a couple trans people like a, a handful of trans people on youtube i follow a trans youtuber called contrapoints and i follow another one a trans YouTuber uh, called Samantha Lux. And then I follow another <laughs> one called Philosophy Tube. And who else do I follow? I follow, I feel like a lot of trans people. Okay. But like, it's more like gaming though, right? Mm, no, mm-hmm. they like, they kind of just have talk about like shit. Oh, okay. So you just like, like they'll either talk about like media related stuff or philosophical viewpoints on like, oh, okay. Topics. Oh, okay. So you're saying you smart and we dumb. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it. You are. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what else do I watch? Any other gay people? I watch another trans person, a uh, trans guy called Jammy Dodger, and he talks about like trans like stuff, okay. like trans men stuff. Mm. He talks about like memes and shit. Let me see. Yeah, a lot of trans people. 
you know one one good representation i really enjoyed was um sense eight y'all ever dude that i was so mad that they fucking canceled that oh, shit since it was so good like it was now that you know what thank yeah. you for bringing that up yes because that, that was a good representation of the lgbtq plus i community mm-hmm. it was and you might like it because it's more like a sci-fi type of yeah, like sci-fi matrix kind of type feel. Of thing. Yeah, um, I want I want to say what it's about, but I only I feel like I give it away if I tell you. But nine times out of ten, you ain't gonna watch it. Well, if it's so epic, but it's epic. Yeah, you're gonna be mad because shit. It feel like it cut a what off, is it like without? It's basically the you get introduced to these group of people and they're from different parts of the world and you find out that they're interconnected somehow, but they see like visions of themselves and they can right. talk to each other because they're like connected telepathically across the world okay but it was very it's very gay yeah it's very queer so one of the the, the main um uh actresses in the show is trans um it's written by um uh what's the matrix directors the, uh, oh, Russo? Russo brothers. Is that the Ru- Russo sisters? I don't think sisters? that was about a Russo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it? The, yeah, the, the directors and writers that did Matrix wrote this. Okay. Uh, so they're trans. Okay. So you have a trans writer, director. Um, But like, and then there's a gay, a gay, another, I think he's straight though, but he played gay. But I think his partner, the actor that played his partner is gay. But anyways, um, and so there's a gay couple in the situation. So, but like their sexuality isn't flaunted. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, it's just part of their character. And, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't impede or stop them. Like it's just an aspect of them. Cause it don't focus on that. It's Mm -hmm. just something that you see and then you just forget about it. Yeah. You don't forget about it because you, that's a part of them. Mm -hmm. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And there's hot gay sex scenes in there. Cause we know what you like. Okay. Seen the post on today, like on social media, from a cis white straight male who like tore other straight cis white male new assholes. Good. Lack of better words, but it was like he's like if nobody told you that you had to partake in whatever everybody else yeah. is doing. Like as a cis white man, I don't care what a gay couple or lesbians do or what gay guys do, mm-hmm. what trans people are doing, what drag queens are doing. I don't care. They're not bothering me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so it went on this whole tangent and he was just basically at the end, like if this bothers you, because those individuals are doing nothing but doing what they want to do in life, which you should be doing, which not mm-hmm. should not involve them. Mm-hmm. And he was like, basically like this, at this point, you're literally just an asshole. Yeah, it's like <laughs> literally just, just an, an asshole. asshole. So like, and I want everybody to just hit that. Like, if you got somebody in your family or somebody that you know that just like always want to bring shit up and talk about what gays or lesbians or trad, um, trans or drag is doing, they're just 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 an asshole. So mm-hmm. just let it go in one end, out the other, and keep it fucking moving. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Too. Yeah, there's so much media co- to consume. Like. Let us have something. <laughs> right. Like, There's so much other things you can focus on. Yeah, and then it's not for you. Move on. Like so it's much. like any other TV show that you don't like. You know? Right? Right? <laughs> you got that loaf of bread the other week and you didn't fucking yeah. like it? Guess what? 
mm-hmm. it's not gonna be in your fucking face again yeah yeah because you're not gonna have to buy it so yeah. you don't have to pay attention to what trans women is doing and what drag people uh queens is doing mm-hmm. yeah exactly damn and like if you want to protect your kids and parent them don't let them watch the stuff you don't want them to watch right, right? Why, they, why is it why would they even be watching it if you yeah. were paying attention you and, idiot right. and if they are and it's resonating with them then like support them <laughs> exactly you know but yeah now i feel my blood pressure getting Ooh, <laughs> heated what else is there mm. there was something but it left my head too Is there anything else? Is it bad for straight people to play gay characters? So, I don't know if it's bad, but also, in reality, how do we know if they wouldn't even... Gay to begin with. Right. True. Because even back then, you know, you still had to fake the front. I mean, fake the funk. Yes. And I think that was a. No, that wasn't a gay movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, yeah. I don't know at this point in life. I feel like it depends the on the performance. I mean, I don't know. Are you. Uh, maybe not. Also, like, is it okay for white people to play black people? <laughs> no. So <laughs> So why would it be okay? I don't know because at the end of the day I guess it becomes well, I'm sorry white people, straight people, you want you're the ones with the history of like mocking us so fucking insanely that now we can't tell if your portrayal of us is a mockery or an actual like good performance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on you. Um, so I don't know. Cause I mean, obviously I saw this, I saw the Sean Penn homophobic, homophobic actor play milk and I liked it mm-hmm. and it even like inspired me to want to be like politically gay. So I guess it depends on the performance. I don't know. That's true. But what if this is the wrench that was thrown into the system? What if these motherfuckers that's like doing all this fake outrage like Sean Penn motherfucking what's the old dude with Bud Light Kid Rock or some shit like they were so immersed into this straight ideology Mm -hmm. that they don't even know where the fucking lines are at like who's not you know what I'm saying like I'm not saying that they are part of our community Mm -hmm. but like so many motherfuckers in the world have so much eternalized hate and has so many negative views that maybe they, you know what, edit all that shit out because that sounded like, like straight going? trash. Mm-hmm. Not going, don't know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Boom, track, crash. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, uh, I don't know. I feel like. And watch it be on. <laughs> uh, I feel like, I don't know. I think that's tough. I think. Like Brokeback Mountain, right? Like, I I think yes, I think gay actors should be casted as gay, and I don't think straight straight actors should be playing gay. I think that the thing about those two movies have in common is like he wasn't playing a flamboyant queen, and neither were they. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like 
when you see James Corbin playing a fucking flaming homo on whatever fucking prom night I think it was. Oh, yeah. That was the worst thing I ever fucking saw. I was upset Mm -hmm. when I saw that. And I was like, fuck you. Like, this is this is me as a gay man. It's like, shut the fuck up, big gay owl. Like, and that's what I hate about straight media is that's the fucking gay representation we have is big gay owl. And that's like the thing. That's how straight people see gay Mm -hmm. people also is like that meme of like everything's fabulous and everything's fine. And like that, that character kind of masks over all the homophobia that has ever fucking happened. I feel like I feel like that character is like a. Yeah, it's like a rainbow washing. Oh, mm. oh my God, not oh, me rainbow. fucking right. discovering that. Right. I don't think I've never seen Prom Night. Yeah, it's like this musical on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I guess Elton John is like what they see, and they see things like Liberace. And I guess that is like also like positive gay representation that straight people see. Yeah. And they also like the every time they always like oh queen and they think that's like gay f- positive they think the band queen is like i guess gay friendly because because freddie queen? mercury was gay freddie mercury oh. was gay yeah i don't know they didn't do their homework they didn't it's like it should have been like lady gaga beyonce right. <laughs> trying to connect with me on queen yeah right. <laughs> um who else do they have um that's like gay I guess Lil Nas is Lil Nas X like the Elton John of today, where he's just like a straight media facing gay. I don't know that man. <laughs> I don't know that man. Sorry to that man, because I don't know. I don't know if he's part of the community, because everybody say that he's not. But who are we to say? I feel like he probably is. I feel like a whole bunch of rappers are alleged gay, aren't they? That's, I mean, they say Diddy's gay. <laughs> <laughs> they say everyone's gay. They say Will Smith is gay. Right. They always said Ciara's a man. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. she's trans apparently. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was back in the. You know, every, everybody had something wrong with them back in the fucking nineties. Right? Uh, everybody was something. Like, just get leave motherfuckers alone. Mm. Yeah, but I would say that media has like obviously changed a lot over time. Like actors are allowed to be gay now. like gay movies but i'm quite sure they still probably getting overlooked they probably still getting overlooked on gigs and things of that nature see that's why society because the people that's making the decisions still have that mentality yeah because that's even when they and this is going off of not even our community but they just released the lilo and stitch um, live oh, cast yeah. and how they getting backlash because they getting individuals that's not even part of the community of where like they're not indigenous indigenous mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and just like how many times is y'all do this every time but mm-hmm. I think they did it just because it's like well you know the um with the Little Mermaid like well no that's fake Little a Little Mermaid is not a a real place. Mm-hmm. You know, under the sea is a real place, but they're with fish fucks, yeah. not fish fucks, what? but fish <laughs> you fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when they did the Lilo on stage, everybody was like, "Why you pick these two people? Like, mm-hmm. there's literally so many people you can pick from within our community. Yeah, mm-hmm. that will represent. But no, yeah. Mm-mm. 
I think that's why I'm an advocate for like no straight people playing gay actors for that reason because right. it's like there's plenty of people who get overlooked for it because like of like homophobia and because of like stereotypes that cast member directors may hold yeah so i think like we need to be playing our roles and we need to be telling our stories yeah we do i mean if you're if you're a straight man playing a gay character don't do a gay lisp and don't do stereotypical things that you think of when you think of gay people just be yourself and then read the script (laughs) (laughs) as the gay character not fake voice it's sad ellen so you so you you don't mind straight people playing gay people then as long as they don't do as long as you don't do a shitty version i mean because i'm i don't give a fuck if a gay person plays a straight person like that's a little bit hypocritical, I feel like. Like, if a gay person can tone down Miss She-Thang and <laughs> pretend to be a straight guy, that's good acting. Come on, Miss She-Thang. <laughs> but I don't know. But allegedly, I mean, who knows who's gay and who's straight? And it's none of our business. Too fucking That is sad. true. Um, but what about people playing trans roles? Oh yeah, no, (laughs) that's different. That's completely different. Like, what about that Trans America show? Oh, with what? What's her name? Felicity Huffman. I think so. Who it is? And the actor was a man playing a trans woman. Oh, David Larry or something like that. I know. I know what shows you're talking about. Mm -hmm. There's two different ones. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. That just rubs me the wrong way. I can't put it into words, but it's just like, I think it goes back to this idea of like, to like point of views, right? Like a white, a cisgender person Mm -hmm. has only their point of view and is a very privileged point of view. So like, I just feel like, I don't know, like how, even if you're a great actor, like, how are you going to, like, adapt to this whole other point of view that you've never lived? And I guess it's the point of acting, but I, I just feel there's something really different about, like, gender versus, like, personality, you know, and, and like, and everything that goes with kind of that journey. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like then if we only limit gay people to gay roles then it's also like well we're never gonna get a fucking job (laughs) (laughs) no but i think i think gay people can play other roles but i don't think straight people should i'm gonna be hypocrite okay i'm okay with being hypocrite he's a hypocrite and proud yeah i'll be a hypocrite too fuck that (laughs) 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 right and indecisive we should just make straight shows where we do caricature straight characters just not gonna wash our asses oopsie just act really stupid don't wash your legs (laughs) (laughs) any other gay representation media thoughts Disney and your long sword history with fucking with gay people and then that's thing queer baiting like i feel like disney queer baits and that's not okay like 
I feel like with the whole Buzz Lightyear thing, like they fucked up with in Florida initially and they gave us the Buzz Lightyear gay kiss. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, this is our apology and everyone accepted it. Yeah, like, like I think it's kind of funny how like where things are going. Not funny, haha, but like funny, weird. Like, so Disney's like, fuck the gays. And the gays were like, no, how dare you fuck us? And then they're like, okay, just kidding. We're not going to be with Don't Say Gay. And then DeSantis was like, fuck you, Disney. And now he's going so hard in it that it's like, right. Disney, are you... I still wouldn't consider them allies. No, because they're protecting their bottom line. Yeah. Right. So, like, I'm just kind of wondering how they're going to try to spin this into, like, they're the gay savior now. They're 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 hosting their first uh, pride at Disney. Shut the fuck up! I think I read that. Fact check that. That's funny. My phone's dead. Um. So yeah, I think that's how Mm. they're going to do it. Nice. But like, I think this goes back to like the idea of tokenism, right? It's like, I think I feel like sometimes gay characters, just like POC characters, just get put in just to be like like the diversity right and they get very few lines or if they do get lines it's very stereotypical and i feel like if like that is not okay and to me that feels like tokenism and that rotation is not okay it's giving corinne (laughs) jean-pierre do you know who that is who that is the press secretary of the white house oh yeah, yeah 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 she's allegedly an lgbtq you left on the Leslie around. She didn't state which one of the <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've never seen her with her. her, her I wife. haven't seen her in this show. So. <laughs> like, she's with a little nonsense. So. If you'd like to come on down, Corinne. We Corinne. Can. Clarify in some fact, things. We can just call in. Just right? give us the number. Oh, they give us the number. <laughs> 988. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think that was, I mean, yeah, I just hope media representation gets better i also think that if you're gonna be one of these gay media companies who's pretending to be gay allies that means that you i'll say it again that means that you have to discontinue selling your product to the country who doesn't want it if it has gay stuff in it it doesn't mean cut it out it means you discontinue selling well you know what you don't get to fucking see it then Mm -hmm. exactly that's the whole thing, guys. We ain't about you... to make 17 fucking different versions for 17 fucking different countries. Mm-hmm. Nope. Because you don't like this. Well, you know what? We like it over here. Well, mm-hmm. they barely do. But you get it how you get it. Yeah. You hear that, Disney? If you're, if you were, I have to, I keep making this comparison. But I was like, but if there was a movie and you had to cut out the scenes where there were black people in it, and then you then sold that film to that country, I don't think that you would be actually be very black friendly. Mm. I would say that you're corroborating with the enemy to give them products that they prefer. Touche. Touche. I'm just saying. So that's not very ally of you. <laughs> well, they never really been allies. No. Yeah. But if you're going to pretend Disney, like, get it right. Because Walt Disney's right. still probably in their vault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's ca- calling the shots. He's rolling <laughs> <that day>. <laughs> right. <laughs> 1950 perspective. I guess the other representation 
is just that of your political figures that you can see out loud. Right. <laughs> George I mean, Santos true. is our fucking representation. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, I uh, guess. Um, star, star line of who else? White gays. Um, Corinne Jean Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) rachel levine trans icon i just yeah we have no political representation very little Mm -hmm. none that i like for jerseys none that i'm really familiar with are you gay newsome are you bi probably could be bi maybe he's questioning (laughs) i think a lot of gays wish he was he's all right is that it for gay representation in the media I believe so. I mean, I, I'm us. I'm good. We're represented here. That's also true. There's a lot of gay podcasts and there know, are. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on YouTube, there's a lot of creators that's on YouTube that make um, different shows. Um, that's gay friendly. So, yes, studios. You should all figure out that all your cast and crew are POCs and LGBT quas. All your hairdressers and makeup artists click clacking around. Hello? That non-binary girl in the writer's room? Hello? Well, there wouldn't be a non-binary. Then you know how they see them. (laughs) (laughs) That non-binary gal. (laughs) And and not the old white man gal. She (laughs) still goes by she, her pronouns. It's fine. She's different. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for media representation. All right, everybody. That was a great episode. Any last thoughts? Nothing? Hope you feel represented by us. It's hmm. also true. And if you don't, send us an email at queerlbc <laughs> at gmail.com. All right. From all of us here at the Queer LBC, we like to say you're good enough. You're smart enough. And doggone it, people like you. Have a good night. Good night. Good Good night. night.